All right, boys and girls, we're back. We're better than ever. Had a down week, I will say. Not not my favorite week. Not my not my AP poll number one week in terms of betting. But we're back. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna rise from the ashes, and it's all right. This is BD Radio, episode eighty-seven. Wow, eighty-seven of the podcast with your co-host Cam, and alongside me, as always, Ryan, aka Groobs, aka the Goat. How are you, brother? Doing good, man. I'm hanging in there. Uh, like yep. you said, uh, not the best week last week Woo. in terms of our card, but hey, you know what we do? We hop back on the saddle. We get back after it every time. And hey, I've whittled down that negative to a good number, so I'm, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, you know, we just hop back on and battle up, battle back. But I'll tell you this: after the weekend I had before that, it was nice to have a just do nothing weekend. To be honest, it was so nice. I bet it was, man. You've been pretty active with, um, you know, just going and doing in terms of just just sports. So I know, and um, I was gonna go to the Missouri game, but we decided yeah. we just needed a break. So yikes! Yeah, I mean, and honestly, once you put that money on it, I mean, it's really a bad beat. It's hard to watch them. It's hard to go into a game like an actual physical stadium with a bet on the line because you're either gonna have a good time or you're not. You know, right? Well, um, I actually don't do that. That's a good point. So. It's a good. It's a really good rule of thumb. Pretty yeah. sure I all I borderline ruined the SEC championship experience with me and Charlesy one weekend uh, because I put money on Bama <laughs> and they didn't end up covering against Florida last week last year. But um, that's my apologies. Uh, never again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, dude, we're gonna bounce back and it's all right, dude. It's okay. We're gonna be fine. Um, let's take a look uh, at what's going on in sports currently. We got uh, college football or college basketball, excuse me, popping up, and um, we're starting this week, and and they're getting after it. Full disclosure: I don't know shit about college basketball. Here's what I do know: I know Auburn's going to be pretty decent. I know uh, Bama's going to be pretty good. Uh, I know Gonzaga's going to be the AP front runner until they lose somehow in the in the Final Four, like they always do. Um, but other than that, I don't really have takes on, on, on college basketball. Um, do we even know favorites? Is that, is that a thing? I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, uh, um, it's not something I'm really into, to be completely honest with you guys. I'm not a basketball person. I mean, anybody that's uh, an L for this podcast knows that. You know, your loyal listeners know that we are not basketball people. Especially college basketball. Um, I will say I watched that Kentucky Duke game the other night, and it was a damn good game. Uh, I uh, at first it was really defensive, you know, nobody was scoring points, and then they decided to get going. Um, it was a great game; it was fun to watch. So glad they got that. Um, I'll say what more so we I watched and took part took in this week was some action. Did you? Absolutely, I'm all <laughs> about some action, man. <laughs> Some Tuesday and Wednesday night football. Who doesn't love it? Them, the players and coaches. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I mean, imagine this. I'm pretty sure Buffalo played on Saturday, and they had to turn around and play on Tuesday. No shot, dude. And they they definitely lost. They were still sore. They were still sore. Oh, yeah. They were still 100% sore from the week before. There's not Hell enough no. whirlpools and Theraguns to make up for that. No, nah, you can't cold tub that out of your system. No, you know? not at all. That's that's a hell no nah for me. I'll tell you, um, just a recap of our favorite teams that we've watched. Um, I'll start with Auburn A and M. A and M's defense, man, they absolutely overwhelmed the O line all game long. Uh, did the home field play a part? Maybe I don't know. I, if you play it neutral, I, I, I may it probably stays the same. It's probably still really low scoring. One of the scores were was defensive. Um, that's just and a bad. Uh, that's just bad on Bo, though. Yeah, that's t- that's classic Bo, though, dude. You know, uh, just he's he tries to do too much when he's under pressure. The good thing about this year, though, is that he hadn't had to deal with a shit ton of pressure. You know, they've done a pretty good job of protecting him, and he's been he's been okay at getting rid of it. Um, the only two games I remember him getting out of pocket is LSU and then A and M. It didn't work out A and M, and it worked out LSU. That's the dice you roll when you have Bo Nix at the helm. Uh, they couldn't score, couldn't run the ball, couldn't pass the ball. Um, pivotal drops per the usual by Auburn's football team. Uh, they can't catch the ball, and uh, that's what happens. Uh, A&M's offense, I, the Auburn defense looked good. A&M's offense didn't look that great. Um, 
couple missed field goals on either side. I think it was just two pretty decent teams getting after it. Um, not great teams by any stretch, but uh, two yeah. pretty decent football teams just playing, uh, playing at a real comparable level. And A and M came out on top. And you got to tip your cap. That's a good football team. Uh, it's it's a pretty good football team, and they give people fits. I mean, look what they did with the Bama. Um, what's wild though is that if Auburn beats Bama in the Iron Bowl, which I won't be shocked by, A and M gets A and M plays Georgia, and then Georgia dog walks them, and nobody. Nobody's excited for that game, you know. Um, I am. Come on. I mean, I, yeah, but also, like, dude, come on. That's a cakewalk. The only game you'll be looking forward to is probably Ohio State or something like that. Um, if Ohio State wins out, they'll be number three. It'd probably be in Oklahoma. I want Oregon. That's who I want. If you get Oregon, y'all beat the shit out of them. Exactly. Or Cincinnati. The teams, that, teams that primarily run the ball, that's who I want. Yeah. I got a bone to pick, though, with my Bama fans. Y'all are ungrateful and childish and um, short-sighted. And uh, it's very gross to look at y'all's feed while y'all are playing football. Uh, y'all played an LSU team that's pretty good. They got a really good front four. Uh, they have had a, a great front four all year. Y'all have a team that is not in any way, stretch or in any way shape, or form last year's team. Uh, we understand that. But nonetheless, y'all are Alabama. Y'all are incredible. Uh, Bryce Young is a good quarterback, and I'm seeing fans tweet that this team's bad, this is bad, this is a bad football team, this isn't the way Alabama should be represented, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, do you not remember a decade, do you not remember Dennis Franchoni? Do you not remember the Shula era? Like, what are you talking about, dude? This is a really good Alabama football team. Just because you don't have 16 number one draft picks on one team doesn't mean you're a bad football team, you weirdos. You know? <laughs> Figure it out. Have some feel, dude. It's cool. It's cool to, to, to beat a decent team. LSU is a decent team. They're not a great team. They're not a good team. They're a decent team. And that's exclusively because they're athletic. It has nothing to do with their coaching. They're, bad. they're poorly coached. Could you imagine if they had all their starters, too? They had, yeah. They had uh, Kayshawn Boutte. Ricks and uh, Stingley, golly, yeah. no doubt it was. Um, you know, it's everybody tough. can say that right now. You know, everybody's hurt, everybody's injured. So you better believe Orgeron got his team fired up for that game. You know, like oh, we yeah. all knew that was going to happen. We knew his team is he's going to get his team fired up. That's his last time in Bama against Bama. Guess um, what? He's an idiot though. Was that because that, hey 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 dumbass, kick the fucking field goal. When he went forward on fourth down, down there in the red zone, and he's, yeah. you know, sitting there, they do the review, and he's sitting there doing the point, like, we're going for it. Like, you're an idiot, dude. I know you got nothing to lose, but if what he kicks the, a field goal there. What about the jump pass punt, though? That was lit. That was cool. I that mean, was yeah. Lit. That but, was a cool I mean, fake let's be punch. honest. Why the hell do you need to do the jump pass? You don't need to. You just run a line and just toss it over. It's not basketball. You're not going to get a violation. You don't have to jump. Well, the, the you know, I mean, the punter's got to throw a little pizzazz on it. He's got to get his moment. I'm just saying. I don't but disagree. Back to what I was saying is if they kick that field goal, then they're at the end. They're not having to throw a Hail Mary. All they got to do is kick a field goal to tie right. it up and take it to OT. To be fair, though, that's so early in the game. You know, like I know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You always take points. Unless you're unless you're unbelievably undermanned and, un- and under-athletic relative to the team. That See, that's when you got to get the feel of the game. Like, I know if you score there, it completely changes everything, gives you all the momentum. But, hey, you're stopping them. Yeah. You need to get as many points as possible. So, I'm, kick I'm kick the field goal when you have an option. But I it, don't blame him for going for it. I will say that. It sucks, but um, in hindsight. But you uh, said Orgeron, you know I mean? Yeah. That's I mean, just he has the last decade lose, of so. LSU coaches. Les Miles does the same thing. Yeah, again, he has nothing to lose in that game. I'm sure he really wanted to win that, but I'm just saying it was a dumb decision. To be honest with you, this is probably the last time, last season, you'll see Ed O as a head coach somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it should be. He's going to go chill for a couple years, come on as an analyst somewhere or an offensive coach or, or defensive coach. My bad. He's a defensive guy. Um, he'll be a line coach somewhere, and that's how he'll end his career. Or he'll just take all this money he's gotten and just chill. 100%. I, uh... I can't imagine what would have happened if they would have beat uh, Alabama. Oh, my God. They would have wanted to fire Saban, bro. People would have actually been just 
I imagine hashtag that happens. Fire Nick Saban would have been a trend. Imagine that happens and then they lose to, they lose to Auburn in the Iron Bowl too. Ooh. I still think that's a possibility. People oh, might think I'm crazy because Auburn no. just lost AM. No, no, no. no. Still think that's a possibility here. Auburn are two different teams. That's the two different teams home and away. Always has been. As oh, long yeah. I've been a fan. If you play a Jordan Hare, they're really good. I don't know. Which what is happens. weird. They just, dude, the vibe there is just crazy. I don't know if you've been into a game at Jordan Hare, but it's just electric. I don't know what it is. It's just the vibes, bro. Just nothing but positive. All the salt, the salty Auburn fans, they stay at their tailgates. Like like my fam my like my friend group. And all the real positive ones come in the game and it's just nothing but just awesome energy the whole time. It's really cool. Um, but uh yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if if, if Auburn wins that game at all. Um but uh Georgia did not cover, still looked really good. Fair. But um uh, but they didn't cover, which is a bad beat. Um as we mentioned previously, our bets didn't hit because we sucked. It's just the way it is, you know. I'm pretty sure only one of my bets, or the only one I can think of right now off the top of my head is Ole Miss that hit, and it was a dogfight late. Um, yeah, Ole Miss and then Oregon. Yeah, Oregon minus seven, right? Outright? Yep. Sheesh, man. You want to talk about that game real quick since we were – I, I, I didn't even watch it. What, so, what happened? Jimmy Lake, the Washington head coach, um, first off, this guy down, I think, like nine or something. Uh-huh. There's like – Four minutes left in the game, and he punts from his own or from the Oregon thirty-eight. Loser mentality there. Like you need to go for it. You're, you shouldn't be punting in that situation. That's not it, dude. But yeah, so this guy's under fire. He's actually think he's suspended this game that's coming up weekend because in when you watch the replay, it's completely dumb. Um, he shouldn't be suspended. This is nothing else that you don't see when a coach screams at somebody. All right, so. Players talking shit on the on their own sideline to somebody. Coach comes running down, kind of gets in between the player, and then takes his I, I guess play sheet or something, whacks him in the head, and pushes him in the back to go back to the bench because he's sitting there. He's about to get a penalty, and so everybody freaked out, saying he hit his own player and stuff. Um, he didn't hit his own player. He whacked him upside the head. And I mean, when a, if a football player or a football coach grabs you by the face mask, you have more risk of having a neck injury than getting whacked by some pieces of paper. Imagine getting whacked by pieces of paper and then people getting upset about it. It's again, we'll roll this into another conversation, but it just it tells you how soft and how just dumb that the vocal minority has become on Twitter. Twitter is just what has led to all of this. It's they think just because they can scream the loudest, they can get their way. And it shows how, how much of a society, how soft we've became because like this, this player is doing something wrong and he's getting disciplined. He didn't get hit really bad. He didn't drop an F bomb. I'm sure he did, but you can audibly hear it like Kirby did on Saturday, which was absolutely hilarious. But still, I mean, like, we're really having journalists out here acting like this guy can, like, actually wailed him in the stomach or decked him in the face. He literally hit him with pieces of paper. Yeah. Um, unbelievable, dude. You know? Yeah. But this rolls into what I was saying. This roll into another conversation. Another prime example of this is you have Texas players who just got their ass handed to them by Iowa State on the bus sitting there laughing, cutting it up. And I've been a part of one of these where you're on a bus, you just got your ass kicked, and you have guys sitting there cutting up, having a good time, laughing and whatnot. Yeah. Somebody that just was passionate about that game comes on the bus and isn't cool with it, and they dog cussed you. And that's exactly what just happened with Texas. And for some reason, they actually have a player with their phone recording this. Dude, whoever that player is, they've already figured it out, and that kid has had a stern talking to that kid's in the transfer portal, or yeah. he's cut. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, listen, man. I you can say what you want, but at the end of the day, what happens in the locker room should always stay within the team. Yep. You know that. Hundred percent. That is nobody else's business, dude. Unless there's a kid <laughs> physically getting assaulted, you know, right. which doesn't happen. That's just that's not whatever. That's never what happens ever. Uh, to my knowledge and my experience. Right, and that goes back to what Jimmy, the whole Jimmy Lake thing. He didn't get assaulted. He got whacked right. with pieces of paper. Right, unless you're getting beaten, you know, like physically in, in actual danger, put your phone up, dude. Hey, man, put your phone down and listen to your coach, you know? Yeah. 
Put your phone down, listen to your coach. Nod, yes, sir. Shut the hell up. Get on, Stay on the bus. Put your AirPods in that was probably paid for. And listen, go to sleep. Do other shit. Don't record a coach. Imagine... Imagine we're sitting in the locker room or we're sitting on the bus and, and Calvi's just dog walking us when and that wouldn't be the first time he's ever done that. Uh and somebody records it. You imagine it how that would go. Blows up. Yeah, imagine how that would go. Not, not well. Hey, not well. That kid's no longer on the team, you know? Because no. you, you don't have respect for uh, right. for for your for your for your superiors. And guess what? There are superiors. They're called coaches. Um, those are your superiors. Those are the people that gave you a scholarship to go play football for them. Exactly. You're not. You're. Odds are that kid's not a walk on, and um, it's uh, it's crazy, man. The kids nowadays, man, it's it's really rough, and I hate that I can actually say the kids nowadays as a phrase, and <laughs> and it actually apply. Yeah, it just uh, and everybody's har- harping on what the coach said. He ain't saying nothing wrong. Hell no. He literally, yeah. yeah, he's passionate about his job. It's his job. I wish I had that much passion for something like that. Uh, I mean, he's literally just mad at his players for not being nearly as upset as he is because of their just ass-kicking they just received. Right. And Who there's nothing to? wrong with that. Iowa State. That's right. Granted, they were underdogs going into that game, but, I mean, still, you got, this, I mean, double-digit beat. Yeah, that's rough. And you're Texas, dude. At the end of the day, don't matter how bad you are in a row, for how many years in a row, don't matter if you're bad for two straight decades. At Texas, they still expect to be competitive in their prospective conference. It's just the way it is, and also they should be competitive with their market size. Yep. Uh, so it's just rough, dude. That guy came from Bama. You don't think that guy chewed some ass at Bama? You got it all twisted, boys and girls. So whoever's exactly. upset about that, get a life. Yeah, well, it's just so funny because, you know, you have the pole assassin story last week, and now you got this. It's just, can Texas not stay out of the headlines? And the only headlines they really need to be in right now is just their performance on the field. Bad. They're just a bad team at the moment. That's what they should be. And that's fine for a transition year, but it's still, the name is Texas. You should be better than this. You shouldn't be losing to Iowa State. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's... um. I don't know, man. You hate to see it. It's crazy to think that I, I guarantee you a lot of them are just trolling when they're acting act, act they're upset about about Texas, but about the coach or whatever about the video. But right. it's just I don't know, man. Like that's important. If your coaches aren't fired up like that, if your coaches allow the dumb shit and the giggling and the not give a shit attitude, then they're not, not good coaches, man. Hey, yeah, you're playing for a bad coach. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know, and if you accept it, if you accept that, then you're probably not a very good player either. Right. Um, at the very least, you're not a very good competitor. And um, that's just the way it is, dude. Uh, it's cool to watch. Hey, it's cool to watch at bats. It's cool to watch games off your off your back because you need to focus on other things. Can't dwell on it. But there's a difference between not dwelling on it and not giving a shit, you know, right. Um, there is a, there's definitely a difference and everybody can tell the difference when it happens. So, uh, you hate to see it, but, uh, Hey, it's the day and age we live in brother. Yep. No kidding. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. There's some stories we need to talk about, especially in the NFL. We'll start with talk with the start with the breaking news of the day. OBJ. Uh, we didn't really talk about, did we talk about this last week about him and the Browns? We dabbled. We dabbled. Okay, we dabbled. All right, so he finally got released. It's finalized now, yeah. Free free OBJ, which apparently was a thing, and it sounds like he was in prison in Cleveland, which is not true. Um, he, he finally signed with the L.A. Rams, a team that was not mentioned when this happened. Hold on, he signed with the Rams? Signed with the Rams. Didn't know that. Nice. Yep, it's finalized. He is with the Rams. This happened, you know, two hours ago. Sheesh, what a team. It came down to the Rams and the Packers. Everybody said Packers going into this, but out of left field, here come the Rams. And I will say their betting odds have not changed for the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think this is as big of a deal to their whole team in general. Stafford's got to be better than what he has been here recently. 
and they've got to be able to run the ball. They haven't been able to do that, so that's what that's what they got to do. That's their bread and butter. And adding a guy like OBJ who hasn't produced in five years, I think it's a non-factor. I'll say this though: um, we both know screens are just extended run plays, True. and OBJ and at the Giants, notorious for inside screens, ago. inside screens and screens in general. He's really good at creating plays after the catch. Maybe before the catch, that might be a part of the issue. I don't know. It could be, like everybody's saying, that the Baker neglected to look at him during his passing routes. I do not know. But I can tell you this, Stafford loves to throw to good players. Yeah, but here's the thing. And if he's OBJ's got, good, he'll get, he'll get look, the Look, there are three receivers on that team already that are, you know, Cooper Cup. Best, Cooper he's Cup. the best like, receiver in the league. Right that's now. insane. No, what no. he's doing right now is insane. You got Robert Woods, who's on pace for 1,100 yards. Yeah. You got Van Jefferson, who's on pace for 800 yards. I'm sorry. If he's mad about getting touches in Cleveland, you're rolling into the same situation here, buddy. You just may get a playoff appearance. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's definitely going to get a playoff appearance with the Rams. But yeah. uh, well, it's uh, They're in the same division as the Cardinals right now. They are. They are. But there's no way somebody in the wild card right now is above 7-2. I think they're, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know there's a saying? bunch of, there's a good amount of teams that are leading divisions that are seven two right now. Yeah, they've get, they should be leading a division. It's just a shame. Yep. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I personally think that if OBJ, I'm still a, I'm still in, on the train and, and of the belief that OBJ is viable and an asset when used. Um, but once again, like the, like the, the, the conundrum that I brought up last week is that, is it was he good because he got so much volume for the Giants, or was he just good? And right. was he bad for the Browns because he didn't get as many targets, or is he just not very good? We'll see. Um, I we think shall see. I think he gets a fair shake at the for the Rams. Um, and hey, that coach does not give a shit about draft picks. He is all about the here and the now. You know, he is like the Yankees. He don't give a shit about draft picks. He wants the boys yep. that are on top at the moment. And this is a huge, huge, huge player in terms of cash. So um, this will be interesting. I mean, it's Super Bowl or bust for him this year, so we'll see. I mean, that that was evident with the signing of Stafford. So we shall see. We no shall doubt. see. No doubt. I don't, hate um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's, a, I mean, it's good for the Rams, but I just don't – again, he hasn't done anything in five years, so do you think Stafford, he's got to prove it. Do you think Stafford or Baker's a better quarterback? Stafford, 100%. He's way better deliverer of the football. Yeah, me too. Everybody, if anybody wants to argue that, come on, bring it. I'm sorry. Baker's a solid quarterback. Yeah, he's good. And I mean, it proves again that they just have to rely on a play-action pass game. Give the ball to Chubb and then play-action pass, Who, which I'm not going to be able to do this week because Chubb is out with COVID. Um, They're going to lean on Kareem the dream. But Baker is good. He can do what he needs to do. He will win you some games. Now, is he Stafford where he's going to light you up with his arm and throw the ball 70 yards down the field? No. Is he going to light you up with his legs? No. But he's a good, solid quarterback. Yeah. We'll see how uh, we'll see how it pans out. Like I said, I mean, if they have those four weapons out there, if, he, if they know how to distribute the ball and get it to the right guy, if they know how to get everybody the targets they need, it's a difficult team to, to defend. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep, 100%. I mean, they have all the weapons in the world now. They have no excuse. That's the damn truth, dude. Yeah. So let's move on to the other team that was in this discussion, the Green Bay Packers and their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he was out last week because of COVID because apparently he is unvaccinated and he has been under fire for the last week and a half. Um, yeah. He came out last week, explained why he didn't get vaccinated, and he also explained why he told the media when asked he was immunized. Immunized. Um, he pretty much is allergic to two things in the Pfizer and the Moderna, and he was he was advised against getting the, the Johnson Johnson because of the blood clots. So for his own body, he decided not to, uh, and he has been now been fined for $14,000. Same when I think Lazard and the Green Bay has been fined $300,000. And everybody's up in arms because he lied. Everybody in that building knew he was unvaccinated. The people that mattered knew he was unvaccinated. The reason he said he was immunized was because he didn't believe it was anybody else's business whether or not he was vaccinated. And at the time when this was all happening, it felt like a witch hunt 
from the media to find out who was unvaccinated. So he said that they didn't ask him a follow up question, which is on the journalist. It's bad journalistic uh, integrity there. Um, you didn't do your jobs. You didn't follow it up. He would have. T- he would have been prepared to answer it. He said, and now you're acting like he is the scum of the earth. Yeah. Kareem Abdul Jabbar writes a whole blog about how he's the worst guy. Um, people are trying to say that like this is worse than what Henry Ruggs just did, which cost a life. Yeah, um, people are wild, bro. People are wild. Like, there's so. This is just another case of there's just so many stupid people in the world. You know. Yep. Like stupid. I'm not even talking about like that have hot takes. I'm not talking about people that are just trolls on the internet, you know, that just try to incite things just to poke and prod and put in, you right. know, just to, just to have a good time. There are just people that lack intelligence. And the craziest part is all of this social media, the evolution of social media has given people that are stupid platforms to speak their mind. And it's the stupid that are following the stupid. And it's just, it's, it's, it's mounting up and they're multiplying all these stupid people and they're creating a large voice. And it sucks to see because um, I guess not a lot of people see that they're stupid, you know? Um, I, I, the conspiratorial portion of my body wants to believe that uh, a lot of the accounts that are saying these ridiculous things are bot accounts from overseas just trolling, you know, um, it, which very well, I mean, it's been proven that that's the case in a lot of circumstances, uh, but it's just, it's rough. I try to stay, I sure not really just stay away from any topics that are polarizing. I don't, I, I don't get into it. I just can't, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to waste my brain cells on some of these people, you know, it's a better way to live. I can tell you that, but I just find it interesting because the reason I was shaking my head when you're like the conspiracy part of me wants to believe it's that, and that could be it, you know, that could be the vast majority of the people that are talking. But the problem is, is you have journalists out here acting like he's the scum of the earth. Right. Um, you got, again, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is out here writing articles. Like he's worse than, than anything that's ever happened in the world. Like just because he, Everybody in that organization knew he was unvaccinated. They all knew. He wears his mask, does what he has to do. The only people he didn't tell was the damn media, which is not the media's responsibility. They don't. It's not his responsibility not to tell the media. Not a exactly. So I think that's really dumb. Um, and they're trying to say it's well when he's on the sidelines, when he's just standing in there, he has to wear a mask. He's outside. Why? Why? This people, whole thing is dumb. Let's, let's take a. Hey, let's let's talk about something that's going to go back into college football real quick. Let's talk about Florida losing to South Carolina. This is this is all related. Trust me. Florida, Dan Mullen comes out after this game. This can be complete BS, of course, but we don't know. Twenty to thirty players were positive for the flu, not COVID. The flu, which caused them to lose. So what are we doing here? You have something that's attacking guys worse, the flu. Than COVID, and we're making COVID a bigger deal than we are the flu. The flu sucks. Let me tell the y'all something. If y'all ain't had the flu, the flu sucks, bud. Pretty sure, pretty sure Charlsey's, uh, she has a flu currently. She's down bad at the moment. Dude, the flu, bro. I don't know if y'all have ever had influenza before, but that shit is ass, dog. It is so rough. Um, yep. I've had the flu, and I'm letting you know right now, the flu wrecked me in comparison to COVID. COVID was nothing. I just ate some chicken noodle soup and drank some water, and I was vibing. The flu, you're off. You're off the scene, bro. You're sweating through your sheets for a few nights. Yep. You know? And uh, it's uh, it's rough. And that's a lot. That's most of the time. That's how the flu is. It's not like COVID where sometimes there's there's some bad shit that goes down, but and then, and then sometimes you don't even know you have it. The flu, you know you have that shit every time. Yeah. Every time. And here's the crazy thing about all of this. So that was just an example. Back to Rogers. This guy had a 500-page report. Like, he did his research. He worked with a medical team to figure out what was best for his body. That's how he figured out something was in the vaccines that he was allergic to. So we're going to act like he's spreading misinformation because he's siding with, like, making a decision for his own self. 
Like, I'm sorry, guys. You need to be able to make a decision on your own. You need to do research. And if you just want to comply with whatever's going on, that's on you. Don't don't come after this guy and act like he's absolute scum because he didn't get a vaccine that you all got that a year ago you guys were saying was the worst thing in the world that you couldn't trust it because it came from Trump. Blah, 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 blah. This is why politics sucks and everything is so polarizing. Super scummy and super flip-floppy, dude. It's like... It's, it's all hypocritical. Yeah, it's just so gross. And, and this is uh, why we don't talk about it on here it's, unless it comes into sports. Yeah, unless it, unless it dabbles into sports. I just... Dude, it's nutty. How about this? I got told... Um, for my work, I got told uh, by the boss, and me and my boss are of the same cloth on this situation, but um, he was saying that come January, we're either going to be, we're either going to have to be vaccinated or we're going to be required to test. And Yeah, no, we're in the same boat. That's, already, that's all across America. Right, it's OSHA. I'm all, I've already told him I'm not, I refuse to get that. That's getting a, that's an appeals court right now. So it's I know, they're, they're that's why to, I got pushed back. Yeah. They're trying to push it. Um, but it's, uh, that's crazy that they're doing that. It's crazy that they're attacking these kids. These guys, they're the healthiest people on the planet. Exactly. They're attacking them for not getting a vaccine that is, is so young. Well, that's also apparently wearing off in like three months. Exactly. Like it's a band aid. you know, like what? crazy um, man you hate to see listen it. yeah let's let's go ahead and get off of uh the whole vaccine thing i just wanted to talk about how uh the whole aaron Rodgers thing and that whole story uh again let's get back on the florida what a dumpster fire that place is didn't watch the game didn't even know they lost that's how insignificant they are to me but that's insane hey fire the todd grantham is finally fired that needed to happen last year what did they say what did dan mullen say Oh, he doesn't say anything. He, you know, goes around the questions like he always does. Um, didn't make any of his players available to the media again. Uh, he fired Todd Grantham, his defensive coordinator, fired his offensive line coach. Um, he, Christian Robinson, is now going to be the play caller for the defense. Um, he was an inside linebackers coach, played at Georgia. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, see what happens with him after the season, whether or not he is retained. And it, it, because is this going to be a Scott Frost situation where they extend them? At least with Scott Frost, there's hey, there's something to this. You're barely losing games, like good you're teams playing good teams. good teams. Yes, playing good teams, and you're barely losing. But this is Florida; they're not playing to the quote unquote Gator standard. Um, yeah, it's an interesting off season for Mullen. I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone and he's, you know, back down at a. AAC school somewhere that you wouldn't think? shock me. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me or if he goes out west, but I don't see a big school taking a risk on him after all of this. They look really bad. Now, granted, they did make it to the SEC championship game last year. They still went 8-4, and four, shoe game. They have been horrendous since the shoe game. Yeah, that's last true. Year. That's tough karma there for sure. Yeah. Super it's tough all karma. because of a thrown shoe. We got to get him off the team and, and burn and burn and burn one sacrificial thing that you love. They got to burn a shoe. They got to get they got to get a fifty gallon drum and they got to put it on the at the fifty yard line, and they got to put in something that that means the most to them, and then they got to burn it. That's just and a shoe. And definitely find a shoe. And then they got to bury it on the fifty. The ashes. Yeah, because that is juju written all over it. You know that is it's, horrendous juju. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Um, I just want to talk about that because Georgia fan. So, uh, you want to get into this week, or do you want to talk a little bit more about last week, or you just want to get on into it? Let's go ahead and dive into our picks, man. Let's let's get it going. Um, Interesting slate this week. It's not the greatest. I know we said the same thing last week, and we both took like fifteen picks. So we're gonna do it again this week. (laughs) Y'all know how we took a bunch of picks and lost. And we knew that so it was going to do be it again. Week. Here's here's the second time of it. Okay, uh, I'm going to start with my picks on college. Uh, I'll start with my first one. We might be on opposing sides here, and that's fine. But uh, I'm rolling with my with my app, my trusty app, because I'm in the green on the app. I've made a lot of money from that app, and I'm going to continue to go with said app, even though I don't necessarily love any of them. Um, I'm going with my first pick, Michigan minus one and a half uh, against Penn State. Penn State. They just don't look good. Um, Their their quarterback's got to be in trouble. I feel like he's got to be masking something, you know. He just don't look the same. 
Uh, I don't know what's going on. From that injury, he just doesn't look like the same guy. Uh, Penn State doesn't look like a good football team. It is at Penn State. That's what I think will keep it close. I think that's going to be the six-point buffer, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, I think I think Michigan will win outright. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a close game. I think Michigan wins outright. Yeah, I'm, I haven't put it on the board, but I, what you just said, we're on opposite sides here. I'm actually leaning Penn State because this is what they do every year. They win a big game at home, and this is the game, I think. Maybe. Could be. I wouldn't be shocked. Like Once again, I'm not going to be shocked if Michigan win, loses, but I do. Me, I personally think it's 60-40. I think Michigan wins the game. That's just yeah. how I feel. I wish there was more points. Um, I definitely would be taking the points. One and a half, that's just that's a toss-up. That's literally what it is. Yeah, it's yeah the money line is the is the A-grade bet. That's the reason I just went for the lesser odds and, and took the minus one and a half. They win by one GG, you know. GG. So and that's a, there's potential for that. Yeah, I've, we've seen weird as shit. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my next bet, I'm looking at the Northwestern Wisconsin game. Wisconsin sucks bad. And um, last four years, Northwestern has covered in this game, and they've been the underdog every year. Uh, they even upset them one year. And this is so many points for this game, historically. Plus 24 and a half against a Wisconsin team that can't score. So I, the, the over-under is 41. Um, I thought about taking the under, but 24 and a half is just so many points against two teams that really can't score the football. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if this is a 7-point, 14-point ball game. 24 is just too much. That's just too much against against two teams that are just traditional ground and pound. Um, milk the clock, no quarterback play type game. Where is that at? It's at Wisconsin. Okay. I was going to say, if it's a Northwestern, definitely take the yeah, points. Yeah, if it's because at Northwestern, it'd hey, be four. Their grass is this tall. It's literally, yeah. They literally play in a field. And not not in a game field, a legitimate yeah. like corn field. Like a, like like a backyard backyard football field. field. Like a green field you hunt over. Um, So, uh, yeah, I got that one. What's your next one? So I'm actually taking tonight's game, Pittsburgh, minus 6.5 against UNC. UNC is horrendous on the road. True. They are also horrendous after a win. So I, I was also thinking about the over here just because what we just saw last week against Wake, um, you know, they put up a ton of points against Wake. I think really personally, I think Wake just doesn't know how to play defense. Pitt has a really good quarterback in Kenny Pickett. I think he can throw all over this UNC defense. I think they're going to pick it apart, and I think 6.5, I, th- I like that a lot. Now, at the beginning of the year, if you would have told me I was taking this game, taking it this side, too, I, I told you you're crazy because no I shot. thought UNC was better. But just like Wake, they don't play defense. Well, UNC had a Heisman front runner preseason, you know? So, of course. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, staying away. I'm staying away. If I was going to do anything, I was going to go uh, – you know me, dude. I love my unders. I was going to go under 72. Yeah. Even though I've hit a few overs this year on the high numbers, but uh, yeah, historically I like unders, especially in the seventh. It's a range. lot of points. Like it's you, just a like bunch of points, dude. It's just a your bunch. reasoning where if there's two stops, I'm mathematical, dude. I can't help it. I don't. I don't. But then like you look them. at a game. Then you look at a game like last week against Wake in North Carolina, where you're like, holy shit! All it takes is one play. Yeah. That's or, or like like a Tennessee, all it takes is one play. That's the truth. I uh, I was gonna mess with it, but I'm gonna stay away from it. My third pick is gonna be Auburn. Minus five and a half. I know, I know, I know. They played last week. Literally, they couldn't score a touchdown. I'm fully aware of it. But I'm going to let you know right now, A&M's defense is superior in every way, shape, or form to Mississippi State's. Mississippi State will never be known for defense as long as Mike Leach is there. Um, Auburn's defense, on the other hand, very good. Very good get-after-your-ass style defense. Um, I think they can slow Mississippi State's uh, quarterback down. He's a young guy, but he's talented. He's got a lot of arm talent, but he he does pressure. He he puts pressure, and when he's pressured, he makes mistakes. I think this might be a turnover game. I think there might be a few turnovers in the game. I think Auburn is at home. Minus five and a half at Auburn is it's just a lock. Unless you're playing Georgia or Bama, it's just got you have to bet on it. That's just how I feel. Um, minus five and a half Auburn. I think they win by fourteen, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, Miss State's coming off that loss against Arkansas last week. Say what you want about that game. You could say ref screwed him, but whatever. Uh, my next game is actually my game, and I kind of just alluded to it, and this is part of my reasoning here. Uh, UGA, Tennessee, over 56. I can't take the side yet. My 20 points, three touchdown game. Um, I'm taking the over. A lot of people are predicting that Tennessee is just going to come out and they're going to put the most most points up on us this year, and that might be the case. They might put up 
20 points on us. I don't know. But I can tell you this. If Kentucky can go out and put 42 on you, you got an issue on defense. Yeah. You've got a big issue on defense. So, hey, I'm riding with UGA. I'm riding with Stetson. I think we're going to put up in the at least 49. I think we're going to get in the 50s. Hell, we might cover this by ourselves. Um, that's why I'm picking this solely because I have that much faith in our offense against their defense. I don't care whether or not we, you know, hold them to 13 points. I know somebody's going to score points on us eventually. It's going to happen. Big plays happen, and that's what Tennessee does. They are 130th in the t- in time of possession this year. They can score really freaking quick, and that's how they do it. So I see that happening. I just see a lot of points here. Um, I can. I, I really believe Georgia might cover this on their own. I uh, I got uh, since no, we're on that's that a game. Homer in me. Since that game, huh? I, uh, since we're on that game, I got Georgia minus twenty. I think if if Bama can beat Georgia, uh, Tennessee by twenty eight. Georgia can definitely beat them by 20. I know it's a home game for Tennessee, but I don't think that matters with a defense like Georgia's. Georgia's right. defense is unbelievable. Um, their, their offense hadn't been incredible, but that quarterback, man, he's good. He's a good quarterback, 100%. Without a shadow of a doubt, he is a good quarterback, and uh, they can definitely score points. Um, and third in, that, third in the conference in scoring. Uh, that's what I'm saying, and and it's, it's just – I think I think this is a lock. Minus twenty, Georgia is is too easy for me. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you this: the team feels disrespected. They're pissed off, and they're coming out to make a statement this week um, because all they've heard this week is how good and how fast Tennessee is. That's all they've heard. Yeah, I think they sh- I think they uh, they shut statement Tennessee game. down, man. I think they shut statement them down. Game, Minus twenty is a lock for sure. My next pick is South Al. Plus twenty two and a half against App State. I understand they just lost to Troy, but they were also down fourteen to thirty one at half and shut Troy out in the second half. Um, granted, their offense didn't really produce in the second half either. If they had any sort of offense, they probably would have won the game. That's how good their defense was in the second half. They ended up only losing by seven, um, but uh, twenty two and a half is a lot of points against a quarterback like the like South has uh that guy's a pretty good quarterback pretty good uh pretty good offense they got Jalen Tolbert they, they got a good receiver and a good quarterback and then the Sun Belt you don't really have much you know I mean let's be honest there's not a ton yeah. of talent out there Re- relatively speaking relative to compared Georgia to the, you know, the big guys compared to Georgia yep. there's not much talent out there so all you really need is two or three stars to to really make a wave in the Sun Belt um, and I think South Alabama can uh, can uh, can do that. They shut Troy out in the second half, like I said. Absates, dude, they're good. They're gonna win the game. I know that, but I don't think they beat them by three touchdowns. Uh, if they do, they beat them by three touchdowns on the dot. Um, right. Maybe even a backdoor cover. I could see them down twenty eight and scoring late, and then they're milking it out. Uh, Absate milking it out. But uh, twenty two and a half. I like that line for South Alabama. Like I say, Homer, like you said with Georgia, I'm a. I'm, I, I love betting South Alabama football. I don't know why, but I just do. Uh, I think they cover the games they're not supposed to, and I think they always don't cover on the games they're not supposed to. That's the reason I won that ULM bet against them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like It's just the way it is. They're, if they're a favorite, they're probably not going to hit it, and if they're a dog, a big dog, they're probably going to cover. That's just who they are. Um, so that's what, that's that's my next game. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, that's, I feel good about that, really good about that one. Yep. All right, my next one, and I did this last week against them. And I hate it. Purdue plus 21 and a half. And I'm saying against them, it's Ohio State. Nebraska kept it close, kept it within that 15. Purdue just beat Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. They beat Iowa. Why not again against Ohio State? I'm not taking – I think they keep it close. That's that's the whole reasoning. I know it's in the shoe. I know it's at Ohio State. But they, Purdue plus 21 there, and a half. So – Plus 21 and a half. They're not going to win the game. They're not going to upset them, but they keep it close. Um, I, uh, Ohio State, for whatever reason, they, they've they been playing some close games here recently. They just don't like winning big. <clears throat> no. Um, so, I mean, that's a lot of points there, especially for a team that's upset two top top three teams already this year. Yeah, they beat, they beat good teams for sure. Um, my next pick's Iowa minus five. I recognize they can't score. I recognize they're not a very good football team. But my app says it's an A-grade bet, so I'm taking it. That's my rationale, okay? I don't have good rationale for this game. That's 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 just the way it is. They're playing Minnesota. They've been pretty good of, of late in the recent years, Minnesota has. Uh, have no. They're literally like <clears throat> flying under the radar at six and three. 
Uh, kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. They're six and three under the radar right now. Hadn't heard anything out of them. Wouldn't be shocked if they won the game, if we're being entirely honest. But I'm going with it. It's an A grade bet. Minus five. I put it in. Didn't look at it anymore. Next. That's how I feel. Uh, Kentucky minus 21 against Vandy. It's Vanderbilt. That's all I got to say. Very, very bad football team. I agree. Yeah, that's really all you need. Uh, next one, again, for me, Georgia Tech, Boston College. Neither one of them score very much. Neither one of them are very good. It's under 54 and a half. It's another A-graded bet of mine. Uh, that's really all I got. Uh, that's my only rationale. Honestly, until Wake Forest comes up, I, that's the rest are A-grade bets with no legitimate standing, <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> all right, I'm riding, a- riding A&M minus two and a half against Ole Miss. Um, A&M's playing some damn good football right now. They might be playing the best football in the West. Um, they're they're playing really good. Yeah. I mean, hey, imagine if they don't lose to Mississippi State. Yeah. Imagine if they don't. They're they're up there in the top six. Hundred percent. Because they're a better football team than a lot of those one loss teams that are up there, especially that Michigan team up there. Yeah, they're and good. Michigan State. I can tell you, they're better than them. Um, Calzada has shocked me. Um, he's he's done better, and like you mentioned earlier, breaking down that Auburn game, that front, that front for them is that front seven is pretty damn good. They're good, bro. Um, They're they'll good. get after you, and they have some good running backs. So, Ole Miss doesn't play defense. A and M does. This is a big game for Matt Corral and his Heisman. So, I think A and M gets it done two and a half. I know it's on the road, but that's what I'm taking. Matt Corral's not winning the Heisman. Um, next no, one, I think it's. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, it's got to be that running back right now for sure. Um, unless hey, unless Caleb Williams keeps, if he throws up big numbers, you got to. He's got hey. You got to send him to New York. Four games in a row to do it. You got to send New. You got to send him to New York. You got to send yeah. him to New York if he pops off. If they went out, because he he's got four games to do it, and that's including the Big Twelve championships. So really, three, and then maybe four. Yeah, it's got to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, my next game, I got Tulsa Tulane under 55 and a half. Um, like I said, don't really love it, to be honest with you. Tulane can score. (laughs) Tulsa can score a little bit, but, uh, it's an A grade bet and I don't know why it is. Maybe the weather could be potentially, honestly, might be bad in in Louisiana. If that's the case, that makes sense. But, uh, I would probably go the other way, but this is an A grade bet. So I'm going to take it. I'm sticking to it. And, um, that's just the way it is. All right, I got Utah minus 24.5 against Arizona. Uh, Utah, they hit for me last week. They destroyed the, whoever they played last week on, uh, I think, Thursday or Friday night. Um, I felt pretty good about that. I'm taking them again this week because I play in Arizona, and I'm here to tell you, Arizona might be one of the worst football teams in America. Yeah, here's what ruined my teaser last week is I had Cal just to lose by three against an, a totally defeated Arizona, and they couldn't do it. Jeez. They couldn't Jeez. do it. Yeah, so I guess Arizona coming off a win, but Utah, they, they're rolling right now. They're humming. So yeah. give me 24-and-a-half against Utah. I'm going to lay those points. It's a lot. I know it is, but I'm doing it. My next one's Arizona State minus 5-and-a-half over a Washington team that doesn't have a head coach. Uh, they might be coming out and playing for the head coach. You don't you don't ever know. Um, but the reality is Arizona State's a better football, especially on paper. Washington's a bad football team. Uh, they have been every every week. Um, and uh, it's Old just firm. it's just tough. So uh, Arizona State got a good quarterback, got a young quarterback. They're a pretty decent football team that'll move them to seven and three, which has got to be the most impressive record they've had in recent history. Um, yeah, I mean Herm Edwards is getting it done down there in Tempe. Yeah, they he's starting to figure it out. Hopefully, he can get more recruits. I like Herm. Um, Me too. And uh, do you have any more? Yeah, I got a, I got a few more. All right, I got UTIP minus one against North Texas. You love uh, it. You just love it. It's it's at North Texas. North Texas is not a good team. Utah's a little, UTIP's a little bit better, my bad. Um, so I'm taking the minus one. They, hey, I took them blindly at the beginning of the year in week zero. So I'm going to ride them again here. Seems like it should be a lock, but I'm not sure why it's minus one, to be completely honest with you. So I'm taking UTIP minus one here. Love that. Um, another A-grade bet. Uh, I, I could see it going either way, to be honest with you. This was one I would probably stay away from. But I'm trusting my app once again. It's won me a bunch of money of late, and I'm going to continue to do so. i got Wake Forest minus one and a half over an NC State team that looks pretty decent. Um, pretty sure they lost to Miami, though, didn't they? Yeah, NC State's a weird team. You don't know who's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest, they're coming off that loss against Purdue. Um, they don't play defense. So And it's at home. Or it's against UNC. Excuse me. They lost to UNC. Uh 
it's at home though for Wake Forest, and uh, I feel like they're gonna try to get they're out for blood and they need they need this win like they literally need this win. So um, I'm going Wake Forest. Do. I'm going Wake Forest here uh, minus one and a half, and uh, let's let the chips ride. And that is my last pick for college. Yeah, and here's my last one. It's not my favorite. It's probably my most questionable one just because it's a little recency bias, I've got to say, but Arkansas LSU under 59. The reason I'm doing this is because Arkansas, the way they play defense, Mm -hmm. um, they will keep everything underneath. They drop back an eight, which is what LSU has to do is throw the ball because they just can't – they simply can't run the ball. Um, It's just – or I, it's a weird one. I'm just taking under 59 just because I, I like the defense on both sides. And if LSU can stop Bama, they can take care of Arkansas. And this is also a rivalry game for a, a humongous trophy. So yeah. you got to like a good trophy game. So I'm riding with this one here, taking the under. I don't like a side, I can tell you that. I know Arkansas is probably the lean here, and it's a three-point game. But taking the under, I just see defense. I hear you. I got um, – actually, no, we're done. We're done for college. You going to go over yep. to the NFL? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I'm not going to have very many picks in NFL, dude. I don't know about the, any of got these four. lines, to be honest with you. I don't know about any of them. I'll probably wait until Sunday to really activate them, but I'm going to put them in for you yeah. guys now. Um, Bills minus 12 against the Jets. I don't know what their quarterback situation is in New York, but I know that the Buffalo Bills look pretty good. Um, I know they've had a few bad weeks. But uh, if there's a team to turn it around, it's the Jets against the Jets. You know, um, the Jets aren't very good at all. So uh, I got the Bills minus twelve on that one. I'm actually on the same side, so so I'm going to take that one with you just for the same logic. Jets are a terrible team. I know they beat the Titans, but come on, really bad. Um, Jets are the Jets. They ain't good. They just got their ass handed to you, handed to them by the. Uh, Colts last Thursday have a little bit longer of a week this week and the bills are coming off that loss to Jacksonville. It's, it's a bounce back week. I see that fully square. They're going to cover this 12. It's a lot of points for the NFL, but Hey, Bill's going to get it done. No doubt. No doubt. Um, let's see who else would I even like to be honest with you. Um, While you're doing that, I'll go ahead and give my next one. My next one's Titans minus three against the saints. Look, Saints just lost the Falcons. Um, they did not look good at all. I know they mounted a good comeback in the fourth, but they just lost the Falcons. Titans are a damn good team. They're seven and two. Give me the Titans minus three at home. That just come on. That's some common sense. We're talking about Trevor Simeon here, people. I know Derrick Henry wasn't playing is is out for the year, but come on, they're still a good team. We're talking about Trevor freaking Simeon. He's not a good quarterback. Not at all. Not at all. Um my pick's gonna be Kansas City Chiefs over the Raiders. Bold. I just, bold. I just this is so bold. I just, you gotta learn. I just, I, I'm sticking with them, dude. I'm sticking with them because I have other money on them, and I'm just, I'm staying. I'm not fading myself. I'm not doing it. The Chiefs. Just, you're minus not, you don't have two, to fade yourself here. Mm, they can win by two. Minus two and a half. Or Chiefs. Yeah, you would be fading yourself. If I bet on the Raiders, I would be. Uh, would be. I'm going Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, they didn't look. They haven't literally. They haven't looked good one week. There hasn't been a single week where the Chiefs looked good. Literally, they are a terrible team against the spread. That's why I'm saying this is a bold pick. They're just a. They're not a good team. But I'm just. They're due. I don't care. Listen, I don't give. a If shit. you're not hot, you're due. I'm due. I'm due right now. Chiefs minus two and a half. Uh, even though it is in Las Vegas, and honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they won by ten. The Raiders, to be honest with you. Yeah. But. I'm sticking to my guns. Chiefs, minus two and a half. Whatever. Let's get it. I've got the Steelers, minus eight over Detroit. I know you have this. You have the total in this one. Um, I We're talking about Detroit here. They are 0 and 8. They are not a good football team. Steelers, I know they probably should have lost last Thursday. But, again, they have a long week here. Long time per, to prepare. Uh, give me the Steelers, minus eight. I mean, it's Pittsburgh, man. I hear you. Is, Detroit's just horrendous. I hear you. I don't disagree. Uh, my, ne- my next bet is uh, Denver Broncos minus two and a half. I called it last week with the Cowboys plus ten. You did. Um, you did. I called. I didn't call a blowout like it happened, but uh, I did call. Outright dog winner. I did call um, ten double digit dog winner. 
I called um I called the Broncos. I'm gonna stick to my guns here, and it's at home. That's mainly the reason I'm staying with them. Uh, Broncos minus two and a half. They're riding that big mo off of that away double digit win against a uh, division leader. Um, big momentum, dude. That's all it is. The Broncos are gonna do it. The Eagles just lost a heartbreaker in OT. Uh, the Broncos just shut, uh, just blew Dallas out of the water, um, and it's only a two and a half point spread. Uh, so I'm I'm taking the Broncos by at least a field goal. Uh, easy pick for me, to be honest with you. I actually love that pick too. Um, it's not on my board. I'll probably end up throwing a little on it too. But I've got Rams minus four. It's your Monday night game against the 49ers. Look, this goes back to what we were just talking about. Um, I know the Rams lost this past week. I know. Or whenever they, they lost. They lost to a downtrodden Titans, right? There you go. Um, anyways, 49ers are a good team here. They're horrendous this year for some reason, which is completely shocking. Um, I just I don't trust the 49ers at all, and I like what the Rams can do on offense. Now, is OBJ going to be a factor? No, it's Thursday, people. He's, He's not going to play this literally. week. He'll be on the sideline in a hoodie. But LA's got they got to get their juice back. they got to get going. Cooper Cup with a massive game, calling it. You hope so, and that means I, I do for fantasy reasons too. I do, yeah, that's what I hope so for sure because I love me some Cooper Cup in my in my wide receiver one slot. Um, I uh, you want to ch- chat about tonight's game real quick? Yeah, we can. Ravens uh, Dolphins. Historically, historically minus eight's a lock for the Ravens. They beat them by like fifty last time he played in Miami. So, yep. Um, I will say this: I don't hate. Over 27 and a half for the Ravens. Team total? Team total. I don't hate it either. Um, that That's not a bad play. But also, if they're scoring that many points, I don't see the Dolphins scoring many points. I, I mean, the eight and a half is not bad either. Um, it's just a weird game. I don't. We don't know if Tua is going to play or not with his finger. If Jacoby's going, Jacoby's a pretty solid guy, quarterback too. No doubt. Dolphins' defense has been solid. They're, hey, I'll tell you a bet. They're eight and one. This year in the first quarter against the spread. Are they? Yeah, and it's two and a half. I'm looking at plus half, so that's tough. Is it plus half now? Yeah. Hate to see it. Yeah. You hate to see that, but in the first quarter, they are eight and one. Yeah, you're right, plus half. Rip. So people have been hammering that shit. No kidding. (laughs) Man, their team total is (laughs) over a half. Yikes, dude. Minus 125. Interesting. Anyways, um, yeah, I'd, I mean, look, Dolphins aren't good. No. Not a good team. They're not. Um, <laughs> you would just logic coming here. This Lamar Jackson homecoming game. Yep. You know, he's from Miami, so it would make sense why he would win this game and why they would cover eight and a half. Because that entire offense, it depends on him. Last week, they're losing to the to the Vikings pretty handedly, and he turns the switch on, and they win the game. That's just how it is. When he turns the switch on, they go. Also, his over-under on rushing yards is 68.5. That almost seems like a lock. Does it? Yeah. Sheesh. I don't know. I'm not touching any of that shit. I know that. Oh, I'm not touching the game at all. I just want to chat about it since it is the game of the night. I'm not I'm not sniffing that at all. Um. Another lock, apparently, according to A-grade, is the over on the Steelers game. I'm probably going to end up taking that. Um, I don't know why, to be honest with you. I, 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 don't, I don't really get that one. but it is It's a low total, right? It's like 41. Yeah, I know. It's like 47. Oh, I thought it was like 41. Oh. No, that was last week's last – or the game they played on, uh, I guess, Thursday or Monday. Yeah, it was low on that one. Oh, I, I, I actually know. I take that back. It's 42 and a half. 42 and a half. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was a low total. 42 and a half. I'm, I'm wrong. Um, but apparently that's an A grade, uh, so I'm probably going to hammer that as well. Just something to think about while y'all are going into this coming week. Uh, another game to look at is honestly uh, plus 10 Jaguars. They just won uh, coming off a win. Uh, Carson Wentz is dog shit, and they're a 10-point favorite. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they come out and keep it close, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. 10-point favorite, I just don't see it. I don't see the Colts being that good, to be honest. They just smacked around the Jets last week. They did. They did, but it's the Jets. Who's worse, Jags or Jets? Jets. Interesting. 100%. Battle of the worst, Jets are still the worst. 
<laughs> I hope we get to see that. I mean, it's AFC team, so you would imagine. Yeah, you would think for sure. We got anything else? Uh, unless you want to do any hockey or basketball, I'm out. Yeah, I'm good on the bets as well. Um, guys, thank y'all for hanging out with us, man. Thank y'all so much. Uh, we're still killing it. Episode 87. Um, we're still getting after it, and uh, we're going to still continue to bring you guys a weekly podcast that hopefully y'all enjoy. Um, if y'all know us, let us know what y'all want to hear, man. If y'all are literally people that have our phone numbers and y'all listen to us weekly or even uh, even infrequently, uh, let us know what y'all want to hear. Let us know what you think would be a good podcast to listen to. We'd love to hear it. Um, we're down to mix it up. Uh, we will stay sports-related, but um, just give us thing, give us some substance, and we'd love to talk about it. Uh, thank y'all for being here, as always. We're still killing it on the downloads. We're um, we're doing really well. Uh, if we would have had a if we would have had a podcast, um, we missed one podcast in October, but that would have put us over one k. My fault. The one k mark and downloads for the month, which is wild. Um, we'll do it this month. No worries. Yeah, we'll knock out one k this month. But um, thank y'all so much uh, for hanging out once again. And um, I'm good to go, man. I hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend, and uh, and y'all uh, hopefully the beds land in y'all's favor because God knows I need it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, y'all have a great weekend. I'm going to be watching my game at 3.30. You know, a little Gary Danielson, and I'm going to love it. But we're going to we're gonna crush. We're going to cover our over, yes, and I'm going to be happy, and we're going to have a great weekend. We're going to win all our bets. You guys are too. So we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining. Y'all have a great weekend. No doubt, man.